today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Premier Doug Ford, speaking of provincial politics, uh, says the look of Ontario's license plates will soon be changing and you won't have to pay a dime. Ford says the changes for both commercial and regular plates will be detailed in the upcoming budget, which will come down on April the 11th. He says the province will continue manufacturing the plates and any changes in plate design will not increase costs. Well, hey, that's good. But the question is, why are we doing this? Uh, The Premier's office has said that the new changes being considered include one of the progressive conservatives' campaign slogans, open for business, which could end up on commercial plates. Well, what about for the people? And what about yours to discover, which has been on the plate since 1982. Let's bring in our next guest. Her name is Allison Smith, and she's from Queen's Park today and joins us now. Allison, good afternoon. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for coming on. Um, well, the question, and I just mentioned it, is why? This seems like a, a, a an extreme, an extraordinarily low priority item. Why is the Premier, why is the PC government of the day saying we want to change the license plate? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's a great question. It doesn't really seem like there's a lot of public will for this necessarily. I'd say that uh, in general, Ontarians might not be uh, completely married to the current license plate slogan yours to discover. We're all no one's super enthusiastic about it. But also, I don't think a lot of people were really complaining about it or, you know, hammering to to get something fresh out there. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the last time someone said, you know what? This yours to discover thing really stinks. We need something better. I mean, people aren't up in arms about this. They aren't. Although some provinces do have better ones than us. I, uh, the, I will say that. Um, I, I, I like uh, Saskatchewan's land of the living skies. That's pretty fun, right? That's great. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so why why do the, do the Ford PCs want to change it? Well, to be honest, we kind of got the answer to that yesterday from uh, Bill Walker, who's the government services uh, minister, and he basically said that after 15 years of, of liberal mismanagement, we want people to know there's a new government in town and that we're open for business. So he he laid out that this is actually a political partisan decision on their part. They want basically Ford branding on the plates. They're which, not denying it. Which is something the NDP not only alluded to, but pointed out mm-hmm. very recently. They sent out uh, a message to uh, well, all Ontarians uh, saying, quote, Doug Ford's ridiculous scheme to turn vehicles into political billboards is a new low in self-serving electioneering. Redesigning our license plates to be Ford ads is a colossal waste of money. This is a bizarre, ego-driven attempt to turn every license plate into a Ford vanity plate. Our license plates should be a symbol of what Ontario has to offer, including our stunning natural environment, not a billboard for a petty premier that puts partisan interests above people. That says it succinctly for me. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people do agree with that. I think the public response to this has not been great. Um, People are, you know, a little bit uh, ticked off that, 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 you know, Ford would make kind of this encroachment on almost their, their physical property, right? The license plate is attached to your car. It's yours. Um, Whether or not it costs a penny or, 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 you know, the NDP are suggesting it's going to cost money, I think is kind of besides the point. I don't, Ford has said it won't cost much. I mean, does that really matter? What I mean, what that means for them, for the PCs, really, is that it's a free, a free campaign tool. 
Um, they already, when they were first elected, changed a bunch of the border signs, if you remember, mm-hmm. uh, to say open for business, which uh, didn't go over that well, but also not as as poorly as <laughs> I think this potential license plate rollout has, because a lot less fewer people see them, right? Not most Ontarians aren't, you know, crossing the bridge from Windsor to Detroit every day. So, you know, it can go a little bit out of out of sight, out of mind. But license plates, of course, will not. Uh, what we do know, though, however, is that Ford has only really committed. And he hasn't actually 100 percent this. But what, what we think is going to happen is that the open for business will be on the commercial license plates. So that's going to be on trucks. Um, not necessarily on personal license plates, but he did tease the fact that those will be changed too. So next Thursday, at the uh, when they drop the budget, is when we're going to learn what those are going to say. And it doesn't sound like uh, Ontarians are really going to have a chance to weigh in. Aside from that, this to me really sets a dangerous precedent because when the next party gets elected in, and it who knows, it could be four years from now, they might mm-hmm. say, you know what, we have an even better slogan that can go on the license plate. Let's make it, I don't know, you're welcome, or, uh, you know, NDP rocks, or thanks for voting <laughs> liberal again. I don't know. I mean, it just seems to be, as the NDP says, very petty. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right, and I think that, you know, the slogan of a provincial license plate, if it's to mean anything at all, it's supposed to be, you know, uniting, Right. Uh, in Nova Scotia, it's Canada's ocean playground. Uh, Alberta, Wild Rose Country. Actually, well, that that was a political party, but but not until after. Right. Um, but something that you know everybody nonpartisanly can you know get behind and makes you proud of the place you live. So yes, I think it's we're are going to be slipping into uh, uh, yeah slippery territory. I guess for lack of a better word, um, if if you know this becomes a political thing that gets flip flopped every time there's a new government. Our guest. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just want to add, though, however, what this has done this week for the Ford uh, for the Ford team is really that it has proven as, you know, another big, shiny distraction for them, kind of like bucket beer or something like that. It's it's these type of um, kind of shiny, kind of very uh, easy conversation piece, sort of scandalous light mini scandals, I guess, that, that that Ford kind of thrives under, right? Because it lets the attention be diverted away from uh, more contentious issues, especially ones that they've been having to deal with for the past few months, the autism file, the Ron Tavner appointment. All of a sudden, we're not talking about that anymore. And we're talking about license plates, which is really, in the grand scheme of things, a lot minor when it comes to the, I think, integrity of their government. And I'm thinking along the same lines, too. This is the shiny toy syndrome. Hey, look at the shiny toy that everyone can relate to. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to trim, you know, thousands and thousands of teachers with our new uh, education Absolutely. plan. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So I think I think it's working for them in that way. And I don't think that they, they they're surprised at the reaction they got. Right. They yeah. they tease this out and. Uh, and, and, you know, they're not surprised that people are up in arms, but they're kind of okay with people being up in arms about this because at least we're saying the words open for business all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Our guest is uh, Allison Smith, uh, Queen's Park Today, joining us here on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Rick, in for Scott today. Um, the first thing I thought of when I, when I read this story the other day is, is this just another, um, you know, you talked about buck of beer, you know, having greater access to booze, uh, the, the, the buck of beer scenario. Is this just another of 
Doug Ford's ideas to leave a legacy behind. Hey, look what I did. You know, this was this happened under my reign. Well, I mean, I think we saw the buck of beer fizzle out real fast. I mean, I, we, I don't even think it exists anymore in any real form, uh, just because it was really just a policy that was behind the times. Uh, it cost more than a buck to make a beer. So uh, the profit-oriented businesses that do make beer said, no way. Um, but if we're talking about maybe the broader idea of him opening up uh, alcohol sales to grocery stores, corner stores, and big box stores, which is what he has said and which I is very potentially going to be included in next week's budget as well, that, on the other hand, could be a legacy uh, that uh, would would shine well on, on Ford because I think in that case there is... Uh, I think the majority of Ontarians are, are okay with that. And there's been so many, um, I mean, the, the, the former liberals made an attempt to kind of open up booths, but really it was just sort of handpicked grocery stores. Lots of people don't have access to that and everything's sort of status quo. So despite the fact that making this change will require the government to break a really big contract with the beer store, that's sort of what's standing in the way. Uh, I think they might know that there is public enough public support for that, that they can, uh, I, I think it would cost $100 million, actually, but I think that they might think that's worth it. And that could be a legacy that, that does look good on Ford. For me, you know, this government is going to be judged on many things, but two in particular that stuck out uh, during the campaign for me, number one, ending hallway health care. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only did, uh, you know, the, the, the Ford PC party hammer away at that, but the NDP, in all fairness, did as well. Mm-hmm. The other one is, um, you know, the education file and, and what's going to happen with this uh, new regime in terms of their education program. And, and hand in hand with that is slaying this 13 and a half or, or whatever the figure is, billion dollar deficit. You know, how is that? What's that going to look like, not only in this budget, but four years from now? when we think there's going to be massive job losses, because how else are they going to trim this massive deficit? I mean, yeah, that's that's the biggest question, right? Um, I mean, I think we've already seen them break their campaign promise not to uh, not to eliminate any jobs. There's going to be job losses in uh, in the healthcare sector. Uh, in Guelph, earlier this week, they uh, a school board issued a bunch of layoff notices to teachers. Uh, so it's it's happening. There's uh, layoffs in the autism uh, facilities. They're, they're, so those those are happening despite what the government is saying. Um, I think the issue of hallway medicine is an incredibly difficult one to solve. Um, we have an aging population. Healthcare is insanely expensive in this province. It's sixty billion dollars a year. That's more than the budget of uh, all of Alberta, for example, uh, just what we spend on, on, on health care. So I think at least we, it, it, there's, there's so much going on behind the scenes of that. It's really hard for us to, to tell exactly how this transformation is going to happen. It does seem they have um, a gentleman named Dr. Ruben Devlin on the team who's sort of spearheading this, who is very, very experienced. Uh, he's run, he ran Humber Hospital for quite some time and really sort of reformed how it worked there. So at least on that file, it seems like they have people in place. Um, on education, it kind of seems more like they're flying by the seat of their pants here. I think that the, uh, the mandatory e-learning, uh, which is one, every high school student moving forward, I believe beginning next September, 
going to have to take one online credit every year, which, I mean, if you were like, that is just a massive change. It's completely untested in North America. Uh, I mean, we already are in a like screen uh, utopia, like everyone's on a screen all the time. Are we really going to try to like, we're going to be forcing high school students to spend more time with screens, not with teachers. That's probably going to cost a bunch of money in building new computer labs. Teachers are going to be laid off, and 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 that can be a, a. I mean, that might end up being a big mess, in my opinion. Just circling back to the license plate issue, and the last question on this one is: at least, at least, you know, I'm I'm okay with open for business on commercial vehicles. If they want to do that, fine. You know, fill your boots. But at least <laughs> we're not going to see for the people. I mean, because that I think would be completely offside. I mean, yeah. Who knows? The the NDP have been tossing around some sort of some joke slogans uh, today in question period. Some of them were race to the bottom, uh, and another one was Ontario clap or else, uh, which is a, <laughs> a, a joke at uh, how the, the premier's office sort of seems to be forcing uh, MPPs to clap for basically everything Doug Ford says uh, in the legislature. So <laughs> who knows? But I mean, I guess we can expect anything. I, I don't. I don't know if for the people's off the table. Yeah, the clapping also drowns out the media questions during the election campaign as well. Um, so yes. that that's a uh, very tongue in cheek. Before we let you go, uh, thoughts on Stephen Del Duca making a run for uh, liberal leader? We're going to have him on uh, the show in uh, less than uh, an hour. What do you think his chances are, and will he make a difference? Sure. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that. He ran for the leadership, I believe, the last time around. He was a really prominent minister um, under under Kathleen Wynne. He's definitely really beloved uh, in his uh, in the region of Vaughan, where he's from. However, he has been tainted with some scandals having to do with the placement of go stations uh, and basically with uh, politically interfering in Metrolinx's plans on those um so to that end i say he kind of he he there's a chance of him falling into the trap of being kind of the old school uh kathleen Wynne, dalton mcginty i don't think he actually served under dalton mcginty but you know the the classic liberal that the opposition parties are gonna are gonna bite on right they're an insider uh you know potentially uh, corrupt only up for themselves like these are the type of things that the opposition are going to hammer him on right up the bat uh, if they haven't already I haven't checked Twitter I wouldn't be surprised oh, I'm sure though. it's happened yeah <laughs> so whether or not I think that the Liberal Party or the Ontario Liberal Party has an option you know has to make the choice do they want to go for someone in the old guard or are they going to try to mix it up and bring in a fresh face uh, or uh, maybe I just a, a younger less uh, institutionalized person than Del Duca, and I guess that's going to be up to the party members. Although we don't, we don't know when the leadership vote is going to be, or even how it's going to be done. So mm-hmm. there's still a lot up in the air on that. We shall see. Allison, appreciate the time today. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.